0: Good morning, good morning. You are here with me, Jermaine Jackson, for another episode of Testimonial Tuesday right here on Facebook Live. You are also here, by the way, of the New Beginnings Podcast with Jay Jackson. I want you all to not only, you know, follow me on Facebook, go to the YouTube uh, page for the New Beginnings Podcast, go to Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your streaming for your podcast and follow the New Beginnings Podcast with Jay Jackson Um, I would like to say I think we got some great content on there, amen, continuing to share the word of God with you, powerful, impactful interviews, we got some more interviews that are to come, that we're going to celebrate the excellence of others, but I count it as an absolute blessing and opportunity to be here with you on this morning, I know usually we come on at about 7 a.m., but we're looking at some different time slots, amen, Um, maybe 7.15, possibly 7.30, Uh, Just, you know, with different things with my work schedule and stuff like that. So we may be coming to you a little bit later, but I promise you, as long as God gives us the ability, I will be here every Tuesday sharing the word of God with you and um, beginning to just giving you testimonies of God's goodness, God's greatness, his favor and telling of the goodness of the Lord. But I count it as a blessing to be here with you on this morning for the Lord is good. And his mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. Amen. How many of you can make that declaration on today that God is good? Matter of fact, let's make this declaration that God is better than good. Amen. God is better than good. So I'm blessed to be here with you on this morning. And I just want to tell you, I've got a testimony. I am excited about what God is doing, about the presence of God, about the move of God. And I just want to share an experience with you. Amen. The title of today's lesson is The Overwhelming Presence of God. That we are blessed when we have an opportunity to be in the presence of God. Good morning. Bless you, Sister Cynthia. So I'm going to give you a personal testimony and experience of what I experienced this Sunday and just was blessed to be at church, blessed to be in the presence of God. And his spirit just came in and overwhelmed us. Hallelujah. When you get an opportunity to experience the glory of God, how, my God, y'all, I'm trying to keep it, but I believe there's an overflow from Sunday. Amen. That's why we're in this world that we live in today with social media and different things we have going on and people wanna stay in the bed and watch people on TV for church, but there is no experience like when you are with the body of baptized believers. When I tell you that it is a reason why we gather together, why we worship together, why we praise God together, so that we can experience his glory, hallelujah, that we can experience his presence and what God does when we honor him and we exalt him and we praise him. The Bible says that he inhabits the praises of his people. That means he dwells. Can I tell you that God wants to dwell among us, that God dwells in us, that to every blood-washed born believer, that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, that the spirit of God, the glory of God is dwelling inside of you even now. Hallelujah. And God wants to dwell and be amongst his people. God, I give you praise. Hallelujah. Let us pray and acknowledge the spirit of God, hallelujah, and let's give God some glory before I go into this testimony, because I already feel it stirring up, hallelujah, heavenly father, I just praise you, I magnify you, and I exalt your name, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, it is the name of the Lord that is worthy to be praised, and Lord, I just thank you for this day, I thank you for blessing us and allowing us to see it, oh God. I thank you, God, that I have the opportunity to give you the first part of my day. Hallelujah, Father. I even thank you for 6 a.m. prayer this morning on the conference call, God, with my church, oh Lord, that you've already been lifted up. You've already been exalted. But, Lord, I come before you again. Trusting you with all of my heart and leaning not to my own understanding in all of my ways, God, I acknowledge you that you may direct my path. And Father, I come before you humbly to ask you for forgiveness, Lord, that if there's anything that I've said or done, even thought that was contrary to your word, oh God, that was not pleasing in your eyesight, I'm asking for forgiveness. if we confess our sins lord you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins hallelujah and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness so i thank you lord for the cleansing power i thank you lord for the forgiveness of sins i thank you lord jesus for your shed blood on the cross god i just give you praise and i magnify you and i thank you for all that you've done what a great and mighty god we serve hallelujah father i'm praying that you will watch over each and every one of us on today god Whether we're at home, whether we're traveling to work, if we go to the store today, God, I pray that your angels will be encamped around us. Keep us safe from all hurt, harm, and danger. Keep us away from all accidents, oh God. Lord, cover our families and our children on today. We know this is a day where many will be celebrating what is called you know, um, Halloween, oh God, but Father, I'm praying that you will protect and cover, Lord. This is also one of the days where some of the most murders happen, where a lot of evil things are happening, but we bind and attack everything that the enemy is trying to do. We come against it and we rebuke it in the name of Jesus, for the devil is a liar. Father, I come before you to lift you up on this day and to exalt your name, oh God. Hallelujah. I give you praise, oh God. But, Lord, protect our children and our grandchildren, oh God. Protect those that will take part in this day, Lord. I pray that the blood will cover them, oh God. I come against every attacker, every murderer, all those that will try to abduct and abuse children. I rebuke those spirits and those malicious acts in the name of Jesus. Hey, glory be to your name, God. For greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And I give you praise, honor, and glory. Bless your word as it goes forth. Thank you, God, for this opportunity to share my testimony of the wonderful things that you have done. And I give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. I truly want to give an honor to God who is the head of my life. Thank God for yet finding me safe, sanctified, and filled with his holy, precious Holy Ghost and that with a burning fire. I want to give honor to my pastors, Pastor Latanya Menzies and Pastor Xavier Menzies of the uh, Christian Family Worship Center located at 6532 Arizona Avenue. Come on to be my special guests on Sunday mornings. Amen. You're looking for a place to visit, looking for a church home. Come on and join us. 9.30 a.m. Sunday school, 10.15 a.m. Sunday morning worship. Amen. We would love to see you in the worship center. And as we are talking about the worship center, can I just share my testimony with you on this morning? Amen. And I promise we're going to get into some scriptures that relate to the experience that I had on Sunday. Amen. Um, Earlier this week, well, last week, (laughs) As the seasons are changing, one of the things that I deal with physically, I have very bad seasonal allergies. That when it goes from hot to cold, cold to hot, I have flare-ups with different things, allergies. And I have allergy medicine for it. But on last week, I had one of the worst flare-ups where as the weather has changed and gotten colder, I had a thing where I had all this bad sinus pressure. Out of one side of my nostrils, I could not breathe. I had the sinus pressure. I was having uh, headaches. My eyes were watering. It's like I was literally crying from the pain. So I had to go see my doctor last Thursday. I was telling him uh, the medicine that I'm on, the allergy medicine, I don't feel like it's helping. Uh, What can I do for some relief? Because I was so stuffy and nasally. There were some things I had to do last week, but I just pretty much stayed in the house. I didn't go out much because I just didn't want the situation to get worse. My doctor puts me on some medicine. Uh, kind of changes up my allergy medicine i started taking it and the medicine was helping but it was also making me very sleepy very drowsy how many of you have taken medicine and the the side effects <laughs> start messing you up worse than how you feel? And you know you, you feel like you can't function pretty much and that's how i felt on last week and i'm a person that i don't like taking medicine because of the side effects i'm very sensitive to it I like having the full functionality of my body. I like to sleep when I want to sleep. I want to be awake. But sometimes medicine just makes you so drowsy. You can't do nothing but go to bed. And I'm I'm blessed to work from home. So I can't lay in the bed. So even through meetings at work and doing work, it was such a struggle to stay awake. So going into this past weekend, I was so concerned because I said, Lord, the way this medicine is making me feel, how am I supposed to make it to church on Sunday? On Saturday morning, I felt a little bit better, got up, ran some errands, but when I went back in the house, all of the sinus pressure came back. Even though I was beginning to be decongested and and I was beginning to feel some relief, it's like Saturday night, it came back. It's like somebody was taking their hands and just pulling my face like this, and I said, Lord, maybe I got COVID. Went to the pharmacy, got some COVID tests, took the test, not COVID. So i'm like lord is this there's no way my allergies my sinus pressure is this bad because i've never experienced it you know i've had the congestion the runny nose the watery eye you take an allergy pill a couple days it all clears up but i've never taken medicine this consistently for my allergies to the point where it was not clearing up and the first thing i begin to say in my mind i can't go to church on sunday morning my god that devil is a liar Out of everything that I experienced last week with this sinus pressure, this issue with my allergy, Saturday night was the worst. Remember, Saturday morning, I was fine. I was able to breathe. I felt that the medicine was working. So I, I, I took one pill. Then I took the other two pills. I said, great, it's working. But when I got back home Saturday afternoon, my whole nose clogged up. Couldn't barely breathe. My eyes, I was literally in tears because the pain in my eyes. It's like it was pulling the the water out of my tear ducts. And I said, Lord, there's no way I can go to church tomorrow in this condition. And I love if you know me, I love going to church at my church. I'm blessed to be the Sunday school superintendent. I love Sunday school. I love leading prayer. Anything that my pastors ask me to do, I want to be a part and I want to serve. I love to serve in the house of God and to serve God and to serve God's people. And I and I usually don't miss Sunday. If I miss Sunday because I'm out of town, I got something going on. Uh, there's been times when my kids have had certain events, but you going to find me in church. I believe in being faithful. I believe in serving. But because of this pain, I said, I can't make it. And I began to take blessed oil, and I put it over the sinus area of my nose. And I said, Lord, I just need you to touch my body and do this thing. Because, God, I'm not finna miss. I said, I'll put my mask on because the medicine was causing my nose to drain, trying to break up all of this congestion. So I said, I'll put a mask on. So if I do start to drain, I don't want to be I don't want to be contagious. I don't want to do anything. So I put my mask on and I decided Sunday morning. Sunday morning was the first day I said, I'm not taking my medicine. I made the decision that I'm not going to take this mucinex. I'm not going to take this allergy medicine. I'm not going to take anything. I'm just going to go to church because I don't want this medicine making me feel this drowsy. Woke up Sunday morning, uh, did a few things before I went to service. And then I began to make my way to church, got my family in the car. We're on our way to church. As I'm riding to church, I'm noticing that I'm able to breathe a little bit better. I, I don't feel that congestion that stuff is in. like, I'm feeling pretty good. So when I get to church, you know, get the doors open, get into the church and we're setting things up, get ready for Sunday school. And as I'm getting ready in Sunday school, I said, well, I'm just going to kind of sit in the back to myself. Just, you know, I don't want to usually I sit right in front. Amen. Uh, uh, or being in church, I like to sit up front so I could just be of service and, and do the things that I usually do. So as I'm sitting there, um, I had to end up teaching Sunday school. And I said, Lord Jesus, I don't want to talk right now. Because a part of my allergies with all that congestion, it was dryness in my throat. You know, so I'm drinking a lot of water, had been on fluids all week. I said, Lord, I'm in no condition to talk right now. But as I began to stand and I prayed, and we broke into Sunday school. The more that I taught the lesson, hallelujah. The more that I began to teach and talk, I began to get my voice back. That dryness I had, it wasn't there. My nasal passages began to open up. And I'm sitting there like, God, how is this happening? For the last three days, I haven't been able to breathe. I haven't really been able to talk that much. It's been a struggle. I'm constantly drinking liquids. And I'm up here teaching the word of God. I'm up here teaching Sunday school. As service continues to go on, Sunday school is over with. We dismiss. We get ready for Sunday morning prayer. My pastor asked me to lead prayer. Now, I made it through Sunday school. But how am I going to make it through prayer? And I'm one of those people that when I pray, I believe in praying. I I might get loud, I might scream, holler because I love praying. I love talking to God. I get excited when I pray. So as I begin to lead prayer, I noticed that my voice, where I I barely had a voice, all that's beginning to come back. As I begin to just pray and to praise and magnify and to worship God. I felt the congestion in my nose. My nose was not dripping, but my air passages were becoming clearer. And I just really believe by the grace of God that as I begin to praise him and exalt him, because I made the decision to go to church, because I made the decision not to stay home, that even in the process, even in service, God was healing my body. God was delivering me. God was, hallelujah, God, I give you praise. God was beginning to give me strength. Because remember, Saturday night, I was in so much pain. I said, I don't think I'm going to make it to church. It's better for me to stay home and lay down. But the more that I begin to exalt God, the more that I begin to praise him, the more that I begin to teach and study his word, the more that I begin to be around the body of uh, the, the body of baptized believers, as we begin to come together and praise God, I was getting healed in my physical body. That's why in Hebrews 10 and 25, it says, not forsaking, amplifying, or neglecting to assemble together as believers, as is the habit of some people, but admonishing, warning, urging, and encouraging one another, and all the more faithfully as you see the day approaching. This is why I don't skip out on church, because when you go to church, that could be the place where you get your healing. That could be the place where you get your deliverance. That could be the place where you get yourself set free. Now, don't get me wrong. Have I ever been in my house and prayed and God has come in in my prayer room and delivered me? Yes. Have I ever sat in my living room and watched preachers and services on TV and social media and been blessed by the word and began to pray and exalt and magnify God? Absolutely. Remember, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is inside of me. The presence of God is inside of me. So when I begin to stir it up, when I begin to praise and magnify him, God can meet you right where you at. But there is no experience when we come together as the body of Christ and we begin to exalt and to praise God together where miracles, signs, and wonders begin to happen. We can have our individual experiences with God, but God is intent on his people coming together. He is intent on us coming together. God dwells in the praises of his people. Hallelujah. He wants us to come together to praise him and to magnify him. Amen. So when I got done praying, we went into praise and worship at our service at my church, was blessed by the praise and worship, went into the announcements amen. We were blessed to honor our pastors as this was clergy appreciation month. And the whole time that I'm sitting in service, even though I had my mask on, I'm feeling better. I- I'm able to breathe for the first time in days. I'm-, I'm feeling my strength. My headache was going. I had a sinus pressure. When I mean I didn't feel anything, I felt nothing. So I'm getting excited like, Lord, you're doing it. And as we sit in service, the word went forth. The altar call was made, powerful word on Sunday morning. The altar call was made. Thank God he used my wife. She was the speaker on Sunday morning. And I give praise to God for her, how he just blessed her <coughs> to deliver the word on Sunday morning. The altar call was made. People were coming and getting prayer. Yokes were being broken. I see The anointing and the glory of God. And this is what I meant by the overwhelming presence of God. Usually when we're done with the altar call and services ending, I'm usually one of the ones that does the benediction for service. And as I stood in the front of the church, because the altar was done, but sometimes you ever been in church and you see people on the side still praying and praising God, still getting their breakthrough, still getting delivered. And even though you're trying to end the service, you still see people wailing and crying out to God. And I began to take the mic and say that this is the time. I I felt the presence of God. Hey, glory be to your name. The overwhelming presence of God, the glory of God was in the church. The presence of God was with us in that service. I don't know what it was, but it was just overtaking us to where the praises and the prayer just couldn't stop. It was so powerful that it's a health of might. And I was just kind of telling the people, you, you all don't want to miss this presence. Come on, give God some praise. Not trying to pump and prime people, but just don't sit there. You, you see these over here praising. You see these over here praying. Come on, clap your hand. Let's give God some praise before we leave. And as I began to do the benediction, begin to pray. Because, you know, on Sunday, people got plans. People got things to do. We had a great service. The word was powerful. Praise and worship was good. Sunday school was excellent. But as we begin to end service, I began to pray. I felt the presence of God. And as I began to pray, it's almost like I, I wanted to fall down to my knees because I knew my decision. Jermaine wanted to stay at home Saturday night, but thank God that I came to church. Psalms 34 says this I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. That means when I'm sick, when I don't feel good, when I'm going through, when I'm facing hardships, I'm going to bless the Lord at all times. I'm glad that I made the decision to bless the Lord, to go to church. Hallelujah. Because while I was at church, God began to heal my body. When I began to dwell in the praises, when I began to experience the glory of God, as I sat there and I ended service, you know, those that had to go, But the presence of God was not finished. The glory of God was not finished. We remember back in the book of 1 Kings, when Samuel, not Samuel, when Solomon was done building the temple. And it said that the glory filled the temple so much that the priests could not even enter the temple. The weight of the glory was in Christian family on Sunday morning. That even as we dismiss, people continue to praise God. When I looked up, there were people on the altar. There were people laid out prostrate before the throne of God. Hallelujah. As we sat there just praying and praising God. See, in the church, it says that when they were filled with the Holy Ghost, it said in the Bible, in the book of Acts, Jesus told them to tarry, meaning to wait on it. Woo! Are we still waiting on God in the church? Are we so intent that we just want to come and have our service for two or three hours? Praise, shall give God praise. But what about when the glory comes in? Yay, God, I give you praise. What happens when the glory of God comes in? See, when God does a visitation to us, my God, I give you praise. Yeah, say, God came in and gave us a visitation on Sunday morning. That even though the service, the order of the service was dismissed, but the glory of God was there. And it was overwhelming to where people were sitting and just praying and praising God. Service was over. The service that we planned was over, but God wasn't finished. God wasn't done destroying yokes. God wasn't done healing bodies. God wasn't done setting the captive free. And we were just basking in the presence of God, in the glory of God. And you may be saying, Jermaine, why is this so important? Because we need to know that we serve a God that is not dead. God is still touching his people. God is still filling the church with his Shekinah glory. You don't get this experience everywhere. This is not me trying to put my church up on a pedestal, but can I tell you there are some places where the glory of God is not there? Go into your Bible, begin to read about the spirit of Ichabod, what happened in 1 Samuel because of Eli and his sons. Eli was one of the high priests that raised Samuel up, but he had two sons, Hophni and Phineas. They were called. They were described as wayward sons, and they died in a battle with the Philistine because they did not keep the priestly duties. They were priests in the temple, but they ate of the meat when the meat was sacrificed. It was a certain portion of the meat that the priests could eat, but Hosni and Phineas were eating and giving it away. They were sleeping with women in the temple of the church. They were dishonoring God, and they died. And Eli would not reprimand his sons. He would not correct them for the wrong that they were doing. And when he got word that his sons had died and that the Philistines had took the Ark of the Covenant. This is an Old Testament. Remember, the Ark of the Covenant represented the presence of God. Eli fell backward in his chair and broke his neck and died. And Phineas' wife bore a son and named him Ichabod. And Ichabod means that the glory of the Lord has left because the Ark of the Covenant had left the Israelites. That there are some places you will go and there is no glory. So every time we get an experience to enter into the house of God, to enter into the presence of God, we don't want to rush his presence. We don't want to rush his glory. I'm telling you, since Sunday, I have not taken my medicine. Am I still being here? Yes, I am. But now this congestion I had is breaking up. Completely. I haven't been on the medicine because the medicine was whacking me out. But I thank God that I took time in his presence and I experienced the glory, the overwhelming presence of God in that service. Because God has healed me. God is yet healing me. I'm feeling better than I did last week altogether. I mean, I was hopping up the medicine. I'm drinking the fluids and I was feeling worse. But one moment. (sighs) Terry waiting. On the presence of God, God, I thank you for my healing. Can we stay in Psalms 34 as we bring this thing to a close? I will bless the Lord at all times; His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My life makes it boast in the Lord. Let the humble and afflicted hear and be glad. Hallelujah! My soul makes her boast; let the humble, the afflicted, be glad. I was afflicted with sickness. I mean, I'm mean, men I was afflicted. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. But I yet had the strength in it to magnify the Lord. Here, verse four, I sought in quiet of the Lord and he required him of necessity and on the authority of his word. And he heard me and delivered me from my fears. My fear was I can't go to church because I can't function in the pain I was in. But thank God as I began to pray for myself on Saturday night and I put blessed oil what a congestion. I said, Lord, I got to be in church. I, I, I have to be God. Lord, I, I got to be where you are. Woo! Don't Tasha Kyle's got a song where she says, Lord, I just want to be where you are. Do you want to be where the glory is? I don't know about you, but I don't want to keep going to services where I don't experience the glory of God, where I don't experience his presence. That every time I step into the building, And I'm coming. Thank God for praise and worship. Thank God for the word. But I want to experience something from God. I want his glory. I just don't want to go out of religion. I just don't want to go out of a religious practice. But every time that I come into the house of God, I want to experience his glory. I want to I want to experience a divine visitation from God. I want God to meet us there. For when two and three are gathered in my name, the Lord said that he would be in the midst. So every time I come together with the body of baptized believers, I don't care if it's three of us. I want to experience his glory. Hallelujah. I want to experience his presence. I want God to visit us. I want God to dwell with us. Lord, I just want you to pass by. Remember when he was speaking with Moses in Exodus 33? And Moses said, I I want your glory, God. He said, Lord, if you don't go with us, he said, how how am I going to deliver? He said, if you don't go with us. And God said, I'm going to let my glory pass by you. God, I, I just need you to pass by, Lord. We're talking about the glory of God. Remember Moses asked, he said, Lord, show me your glory. He said, no man can see my face and live because his glory is that magnified. But he said, Moses, I'm going to pass by you and put my hand over your eyes and allow you to see my back part. Lord, I just need you to pass by God. Hey, hey, come on, God. I need to see your glory, God. I need to experience your glory. I need to experience your presence. I need that visitation from you, God, that every time. Because some of us, I don't know what type of week you're having or the week you went through. But when I enter into the house of God, Lord, I need an experience with you. I need to be changed. I, I, I need something, God. I need to be restored. I need to be rejuvenated. God, show us your glory. Verse eight. Oh, taste and see that the Lord, our God, is good. Blessed, happy, fortunate, to be envied is the man who trusts and takes refuge in him. When the righteous cry for help, verse 17, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all of their distress and troubles. And many of us have heard this verse, for many are the affliction of the righteous, but the Lord delivers us out of them all. Can I tell you that I got my deliverance on Sunday morning? I was truly afflicted, afflicted for a number of days with this sinus, with these allergies, but in the presence of God, I was delivered and set free. Hallelujah. So I just wanted to share that testimony with you on today, and I pray that everyone that listens was blessed by it. Don't neglect the glory of the Lord. Don't just settle for having service in your living room. Just don't settle for attending church. And many of our churches have social media where we can broadcast our services. And there are those that are sick in the hospital. There are those that work and they have jobs. So where they may not be able to physically attend services at time. So in some situations, all we have is what we see on social media. But if you can physically get up and attend your church services, go to that service and pray for the glory. Pray that God will give you a divine visitation. Pray that God's presence would be in the building. Pray that the anointing of God will come and destroy every yoke, every bondage. That when people come into church, that bodies would be healed, that souls would be saved. When I mean at that altar call, I seen yokes being destroyed. I'm not just coming, thank God for the word. Thank God for praise and worship. I, I love to shout and praise God, but Lord, I want an experience with you. That's why the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that's why Jesus Christ died. We serve a living Savior. This is not a fake. This is not a false God. He's living, and God will give us a visitation. God will give us experiences to let us know that I'm real. Yes, he performs miracle signs and wonder, but there is a feeling when the presence of God is so overwhelming where you can't even function. You, I, I Trust me, I, when service was over, in my mind, I'm thinking we're going to get in the car. We're going to go home and have dinner. But we stayed after church. He, in the presence of God, praising him and magnifying him and thanking him, taking the time to wait on him. And that's what I want to leave you with on this morning. Are we really ready to wait on God? Who's waiting to tarry and to wait on him to God fills you up to God gives you a touch from him like you have never experienced before. How many people are willing to wait on God? Maybe you didn't get get it during the service, but his glory fills the room. And he said, I just need you to give me 10 minutes after service. Just go to the altar and pray. What if God said, I need you to come before service starts? Just get on the altar and pray. Can we go back to waiting on God? Or have we programmed out his presence? Hallelujah. Sometimes you ever been in a service where you in the middle of prayer and you can't even move through the order of service because the presence of God is so strong and his glory is filled to the room so much that we can't even proceed into the order of the service. Not that we're trying to get rid of the order because the glory of God is so intense. And people begin to open their mouths and lift their hands. And before anybody prays to them that the the glory of God, the presence of God is so strong that yokes are being destroyed. People are being delivered and healed by just being in the presence of God. When you get some time, look up the word glory in the Bible and look at the experiences. I don't even have time to go through every experience in the Bible when it talks about the glory of God and the move the presence of god but in this day and dispensation of time god wants to dwell and visit his people don't be in a rush take time to tarry and wait on god my testimony is that because i made the decision that lord i'm going to church god healed my body when i mean i ain't took the medicine i ain't took the medicine the extra medicine that my I haven't taken any of my medicine and going on now three days. And I'm not trying to defy the doctor orders, but the medicine was making my body do things that I didn't like and I wasn't feeling better. I had one moment Saturday morning where I felt decent, but felt worse Saturday night. And that devil is a liar. I thank God that I went to church because in the process of praising, magnifying and glorifying God, I was healed, delivered and set free. And I give God the praise, the honor, and the glory. Now, Father, I praise you. Thank you, God, for allowing me to share this testimony on this morning, oh God. Lord, I'm praying that in every place, God, our respective churches and services, oh God. Lord, that your presence and your glory will fill the room. Father, we don't want to go into places, oh God, where your glory and your presence is not there. Yeah, God, I so. You okay that I'm not Father, we're in a day and time where we need to know, God, hallelujah, that you are with us, O oh Lord. Father, we don't want to get into the point of just getting to a place where we're just there for religious practice, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. But, Father, I'm praying that you will show us your glory in this day and this hour, O oh God. That every time we come together with the body of baptized believers, every time that we exalt you and we praise you and we lift you up, oh, God, when we come before you asking for forgiveness, we come before you, God, repenting for our sins, oh, Lord. Yay, hey, I'm praying that your glory will fill the room, oh, God. Father, it will fill the room, God, where we can't even be able to stand it, God, where we have no choice but to yield to your presence, oh, God. I pray that your glory and your presence will overtake us like never before in this day and this hour. I thank you for the outpouring of your spirit. Hallelujah. In these last days, oh God that we can testify and give reports, oh God, to the point where we can't even explain it, but it's just an experience, oh God. Hallelujah. Overtake us, overwhelm us with your glory, oh God. Yeah, when you did it back at the temple, God, after Solomon built the temple, they said that the priests could not even perform their duties because of your glory that filled the temple, oh God. Let us not get so caught up. In what we want to do, we thank you for the order of services, God. Let all things be done decent and in order. But God, let us not program out your glory. If we have to stop in the order of service, God, to give you praise and honor because you come with a visitation, because you come to heal, you come to deliver, you come to set us free, oh God. Let us be mindful not to program out your glory, God, and not be so stuck on our agenda. But Father, when you want to come into the room and overtake us, oh God, let us yield to your presence, oh Lord that you may have your free course in your way, oh God. Hallelujah. I give you praise honor, and glory. Father, show us your glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Do it for us, God, in the name of Jesus. Yeah, I give you praise honor, and glory, Father. Let us have an experience with you, God. Touch us even now, O God, in the name of Jesus, and I give you praise, even those that are under the sound of my voice. I pray that we will have a continual experience with you, God. Not just a touch, but Father, we want to experience your glory each and every time. God, be in the midst of your people. And I give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. God bless you on this morning. I give God praise for each and every one of you. I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of Testimonial Tuesday. Amen. Continue to follow me on YouTube Spotify, Apple Podcasts, a new Beginnings podcast with Jay Jackson. Um, I thank you all for your support. Like, share this video. Amen. And remember, just continue to ask God to show you his glory. I don't know about you, but I want to feel the presence of God. I don't want to just go and just have another service just to have it. And thank God for the fellowship of the saints. Don't get me wrong. I love the fellowship with the people of God. But while we're coming and fellowshipping, God visit us. God, let your presence be there. After that experience I had on Sunday, and I I know what it is to experience the presence of God. But, Lord, I'm intent, Lord, every time I have an opportunity to go into your house. Every And sometimes we go to other churches, other services. We get invites and stuff like that. And it's good for us to go and fellowship and support one another. But, God, I want to experience your glory each and every day. Every time I'm coming together in a a solemn assembly, I'm coming together with the children of God, the body of Christ. Lord, let us experience your glory. Overwhelm us, overtake us, overshadow us, God. You have your free course in your way. Let us come with the intent that we're going to have an experience with the glory of God. God bless you. May you all have an exceptional day. I love you with the love of Christ. And now it's him that is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless for the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, I say with the glory majesty dominion and power both now and never amen see y'all next week on testimonial tuesday y'all have a great one